Hello and welcome back to the LARPs and Tarps podcast. I am one of your hosts, Morgan, and I'm joined by the glorious Thomas. Oh, don't you be putting that glory on me, boy. And welcome to another very nice episode of uh, LARPs and Tarps. Some say this will be the nicest the, ever episode the, of LARPs and Tarps. Nicest episode of LARPs and Tarps we've ever seen. For those who aren't in the know, this is episode 69. I, I do put the episode numbers in. No, do I? No, you don't. No, I don't. Oh, could it be a fun little Easter egg? Nice little Easter egg. And not the nicest of Easter now eggs. We've revealed it. How to mature me. are we? We've given you a little map to the Easter egg of the sex number. Ha 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 ha. Yeah, so we are back to talk about uh, Feast Your Eyes is. Uh, and fantastical now my adventure. Fantastic. I don't think I'd describe it as fantastical. Grimdark? Testicle, perhaps. A testicle adventure. No, it was a very good laugh. It was, yeah, Grim. No. Oh, they're gritty. To be fair, if LARPers know how to do anything, it's take the grit out of a gritty LARP. I think it was still gritty in points. There was some pretty grisly bits coming up, I guess. But... Oh, most certainly. Uh, before we start proper, I'd like to thank everyone who nominated our humble little podcast mm. for the LARP Awards. Yeah, thank you very much. It means so much to us all, and it brings us great joy to bring you this fantastic content <laughs> or in my opinion it's fantastic <laughs> it's very nice to get a shortlisted so yeah thank you very much everybody for that really what a treat it. on the nicest episode what a nice thing to do for the nicest episode um so where do we get to we had just done the uh coldest but hottest patrol of the oh, North ever. We're, yeah we're beyond we're north of the wall and it is a freezing 10 degrees Celsius. We're all sweating under our blacks. Got our massive sheepskin and everything. Did you still um, have your sheepskin on this time? Well, this was the march around. Yeah. So, yeah, I did. you got to look the part. But the thing is, we did this massive walk, and I made the rookie error of leaving my water. Oh, yeah, we were all dehydrated. And we were all like, God, I can't wait to get to this new wildling village so I can wander into a seemingly random cabin and just drink my weight in water. What, you mean our adorable little cottage? Oh, our little cottage. Uh, with the little museum exhibit. With the little wind- I'm still surprised that circuit didn't just sneak up to our t- uh, windows in the morning. It's like, yoo-hoo. Oh, he did sneak up. Maybe they stole something. Such a sneaky realized. little guy. Um, so, yes, uh, we go on this big old walk. We do a bit of a time skip. And we're told that we're deep into wildling territory. I think it was like a 10-day... Or was it... No, it was the classic two-week time yeah, skip. Yeah, I think it was a two-week time skip. And eventually we start kind of trekking through the woods. How was your trek? Did you get into any interesting conversations or in-character moments? Not massively, no. Did you have any roleplay on the way up? I was thinking, fuck, it's hot. Yeah, I think we were all a bit hot. Um, I was thinking, I can't wait to get a glass of water, to be honest. And I, I always love seeing the... ILARP or Feast Your Eyes hikers going back uh, past thinking, what the fuck is going on? Yeah, oh, did we see any? I saw a couple as we marched oh, back. It's so just funny. a huge column of black furred uh, LARPers. Just like, hello, how you doing? I think it's funny, there's a military camp nearby, so I wonder if they saw it. Oh, like, is there a military camp black? nearby? Yeah, 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 it's like a... I don't know, like a oh, I think I've seen that, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So just when... be on the road that makes you come. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> you've killed me yeah the, the road that makes you come um there's a <laughs> should we explain that should we nah we'll be fine patreon content there's a road that makes you come near ILAP um <laughs> uh if you want any questions leave them in the comments if you want any questions answering leave them in the comments um but yeah so we went for a big walk uh, and then eventually we get into a wooded area. Yeah. And there is a uh, an ambush. 
And the funniest thing about this ambush is that everyone had been asking why we can't have shields. No fucking shields. And we've been told, no shields, you're not allowed them, you don't need them. You are the shield that guards the realms of men. If you've listened to our interview with Pascal and Sean, you will know it's because of pure aesthetics. Yeah, it was basically for the vibes, because like they love the card game, I think, or the miniatures game. The miniatures game. That's it. Um, and to be fair, you don't need sh- uh, shields when you've got stewards. Exactly. But yeah, the funniest thing was we came to all these, we saw we got ambushed by a bunch of wildlings. Thens, specifically. Thens wildlings. Not the Game of Thrones thens, that the big, bold cannibals, yes. uh, cannibals with the scars. These were the book thens. Yeah, slightly different thens. And they had um, shields. <laughs> Fucking shields. It was very funny that they all had shields. We were like, no. <laughs> what are we going to do? We just, I think we're all an empire brain. Yeah. Mode. Like, fuck, they've got shields. What do we do? Um, and it was fun because I got to try out my little ambi layout with a longsword in one hand and a dagger in the other. How did you feel as an ambier? It was, do you know what? It was quite exciting because you've got nothing to hide behind. You do go a bit more... I feel like you're a bit more aware of yourself. Like you're kind of like keeping a lot more attention. Um, I think at ILAP, I tend to give myself less hits. So you go down a bit easier. It depends on the, I think for me, it depends on the size of the weapon they're using. So if they're hitting you with a great axe, for example. Yeah. Yeah. And depends on where they're hitting you as well. I think I did as well because I had like a a, a pretty thick gambeson. So it was like, if it was a glancing blow, I like, well, it's cut the fabric. But when someone hits you square in the gut with the side of the blade, you're like, oh, you're going down. Yeah, that'll do it. Um, so that was good fun. Uh, it felt pretty relentless. It was, but I did what my character was preaching. What the what? What's the fucking use in honor fighting Fen face to face? Let's just sneak around and hit yeah. them behind. Sneaky around bushes, closing them in. Good sneaky, fun. Sneaky, sneaky. Did you take any wounds in this fight? Yeah, I think I got healed during this. I fight. also got healed, like. A fen got me round the face and was like, oh, it's grazed me up. Spoilers, there wasn't much left of my character by the end of this. Yeah, got pretty heavily beaten up. I think um, also what I really added to it was they're all speaking foreign languages. Yes. Which the, was really good. It was none of that silly empire barbarian bullshit. It was pure intimidation. It was, it was I think someone put it as like very angry simlish. Oh, yes. Sims, which is <laughs> very funny. Um, but it was good. It was convincing. It added to this era of like, you know, we don't know what's going on. We don't know what they're doing. Obviously, no one there knew what commands everyone else was shouting. But you feel very kind of immersed in it. It was. Guess, were you were you builders in formation then? Um, I don't think so. Um, we had a bit of a layout applied later on, but at the time we were just kind of like like supporting the rangers basically. Um, spoilers the rangers there wasn't much to support we were at this stage in the game it's like every man for himself just charge yeah well, that's what it felt like yeah it was good it was good though it was really good definitely felt like a bunch of scrappy recruits which was nice um it's our second week please we've not been here long we um, haven't killed anyone we've not killed a single man i or tried woman. or they them yeah we haven't killed <laughs> we haven't killed anyone um, so yeah, we did that and then we marched off to, basically there was another, another fort nearby. Did we, was this ambush, did we find a marsh walker in this ambush? I was towards the back, so I didn't see what mm, was going on. I don't recall. Did... We're professionals, we make notes. No, I don't think so. No, in fact, we definitely didn't because we marched up towards the, we were told that there was a, there was a fort nearby. So we marched towards that fort. 
Mm. Uh, and then when we arrived, we saw some marsh walkers looking at us very like, what, who the hell are you? Who are you? What are you doing on our lane? But we all just kind of marched past them, just like, ooh, that was in. Ooh. Oh, out of my way. I need to get my OC water, please. I'm so yeah. thirsty. Please, I'm dying. I think it was also interesting because it seemed like most of the marsh walkers weren't really heavy combatants. Yeah. And they were all starving because their food had gone missing and things. They've been stealing their livestock, raiding their granaries. Yeah, they lost loads of stuff. And they were telling us stories of like, sapient animals stealing their things like food deer attacking them and all these weird things bears bears everywhere yeah. they were looking at the skies very scared of birds and the birds were always watching um they were quite a fun little collective though circuit was playing an npc a lot they were some type of town official with the biggest stick <laughs> brilliant so they were pr- proudly presenting well, the big stick i think they were like the master of arms or something i can't remember something like that but they always won the game of who can get the deepest marsh poke because they had the biggest stick oh is that a a fun little marsh folk game a a fun little marsh walker game interesting interesting that sounds good they also their stick is apparently so big they damaged the roof of their hut oh no (laughs) i know terrible right (laughs) uh i believe me oliver robin were all standing around circus like you know what fuck this quest fuck the night watch we need to find the biggest tree in this forest, cut it down and patch up your hut. <laughs> That's a job for the builders. Well, no builders were fucking... Oh, no, Oliver was Oliver a builder. Was a builder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there was one builder in this time of need. <laughs> um, so that was pretty good. We chilled out. We started to get a bit of a scope of the land. We found out that there was like a poison in the marshes, so we needed a certain herb to heal um, wounds. Yeah, they stopped giving it to us after the first couple of recruits they healed yeah because we were just draining all the herbs which is very funny god the nice watcher are draining resources yeah we just go in and we're just like give us all your stuff are we the bad guys mm, subjective in this instance i think mm. um so yeah that was that that was kind of what we got back to camp and then there was a few things that kept happening so there was we were getting reports of other wildlings nearby doing stuff we were told this was quite funny so we were the camp was being attacked by elks the animal and also Elks, the tribe. And it was causing a lot of confusion. We were like, it, so it, much confusion. And it was like, no, it's a tribe. What? No, it, it isn't. It's actual animals. Which is it? Both. What? Um, so they were getting attacked by these elk. Um, and we were moving in to attack. We bet we, there was a few skirmishes when we went to attack them, which was quite interesting. Those ones spoke uh, the common tongue. So we could kind of argue with them a little bit. Could you imagine if none of the Marsh Walkers spoke the common tongue? That would have been a very interesting time. Ah, oh, shit. There was also, I forgot to mention, when we got there, they said, did you leave the bodies? And we were like, yeah. And they're like, oh, well, the Fen are going to think that's us. So we're like, oh. So it's like, right, go deal with the other Fen and burn the bodies this time. So we fought some Fen and we dragged one of them back to camp. Oh, yes, I... God, that was a fun encounter. That was a fun encounter. It was quite a good battle. People started to think, uh, do tactics. Imagine LARPers yeah. doing tactics. Because uh, I was not going for the front lines. I spent a lot of time going around the bush and trying to hit people in the back. In fact, I turned it into my LARP game of the weekend of jump out of a bush and ambush Oily as much as I can and beat them down. Because <laughs> Oily had a bow, so it was going to snipe me and Morgan. Oily also had a little bag of Werther's Originals. <laughs> so we won't say the official name, but <laughs> Werther's Originals. Yeah, Oily had a bag of Werther's Originals, which was fun because every time we killed Oily, we were like, let's loot them. Ooh, um, was there a little treat on uh, their body? I, I walked past them at one point. I just looked at him. I went, 
I've come back from my Werther's original. <laughs> <laughs> and then came back later and he was like, there you go. <laughs> it was like a little trophy every time we yeah. killed them. Oh, not as good as the eggs. Oh, I forgot oh. the eggs. Uh, the guy that's playing one of the Ironborn, Igor, kept looting the same MP, like same crew member, and he kept passing him boiled eggs. Oh, really? And then every time he looted his corpse, he just gave him an egg. And there's some really funny pictures of Kitty just laughing as like he produces yet another egg, <laughs> and he's like unwrapping these. I think he had like seven eggs oh, that's over the course of one fight because he kept looting him, and they were just like egg. <laughs> Um, always loot the enemy. Yeah, they might have tasty snacks on them. What a treat. What a treat. Um, so yeah, there was a few skirmishes like that. Yeah, uh, we... I got fucked up in that fight. It was when I Did took, my fir- took my first proper wound. Oh, God. Because I was doing really well. It was like, like yeah. the last wave ambushed them and I got a fight into a fight with a spear person. Ooh. And range in LARP is OP. Oh, I... I might have two swords... But if they get a good hit with a spear or a halberd... It's not even a lot. That just explains to you why so many battles are fought with lines of spears. No, because... it makes so much sense. Like, swords look cooler, Yeah. but spears or halberds are the more practical weapon. It's like when, I, whenever, when we were doing the battle training, I was fighting with a spear. I was like, I've never felt more powerful. There's just so much distance between me and the other person. Will, do you think Tristan will ever take up a spear for the glory of dawn? Not Tristan. Um, my next character's going to have a big staff. Mm. And I think I might make it stab safe because, again, having that range of being able to stab people is good fun. Yeah, you see why I could not resist buying a Hellbird at Empire. Oh, they're amazing. I, remember, I, saw, I told you I saw a pike, which was like whatever the maximum A collapsible length, one as well. Collapsible pike that was like, oh, it must have been... It was the maximum length at Empire, which I think is what, like seven for nine foot? Yeah. I think it's 108 inches, whatever it's... that is. I think it's 118. 118. It was it was huge. You don't get calls, but who needs a call, call yeah. when you can stand when you're half a mile that away? far away, just like eh, eh. Um, <laughs> just you're just on the phone. It's like yeah, everything's yeah, going all just right. just <laughs> stabbing some Yoda. Eh, eh. Eh, eh. um, <laughs> but yeah, no fighting with those spears was crazy yeah. good. So I got a hit right in the heart, yeah. or oh, lungs, something like that. I was like, right, you know what? This is a good time to go down. I've had a face wound before. That was a glancing blow, but one here to the chest. Yeah, good moment. So people were carrying me off to the off the battlefield. They're saying it's going to be okay. I'm going in and out of consciousness. Which is when we're fighting the fan. Uh, yes, yeah, the yeah, first. Yeah. Uh, no, the second big fan sure. uh, encounter. Encounter, and I'm slipping out of consciousness. They're trying to heal me. I'm bleeding out. And this is, you know what? I'm going to start sprinkling bits of my uh, accidental slaver backstory into <laughs> it. So I'm going in now unconscious. They're trying to keep me awake. I'm like, it wasn't me. I didn't know. I would never have done this Just type cra- of thing. Crazy dying man. Like, I've, I've, I value freedom. I'm like, I will never see that freedom again. That sort of thing. Shut up, crazy old man. We're trying to sew you back together. <laughs> it was quite fun seeing the uh, healers trying to patch together what I was trying to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Obviously, I didn't want to give it all at once and be like, oh, I'm going to die. Here's my backstory. <laughs> uh... But I wanted to kind of drip feed them. But I decided, nope, I kind of want to see Saturday through. Sure. So I kind of made the rule in my head, I'll take free terrible hits Mm -hmm. or healing up or if oily gets me with an arrow (laughs) love that because i was just in padded i wasn't in any chain mail i think i generally was like 
you know, you go for movie rules, whereas like if you have a bit of time between a fight, yeah, you're fine. Maybe your injury will play up at a dramatic moment. Um, so I had a few kind of like pretty heavy blows, but it was mostly to limbs and stuff. So you kind of limp around for a little bit. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was that was a good we fight. We won the fight, and we caught one of the wild Yes, flies. so we uh, dragged back. I was dragging back a then, and me and her were having a great time, and she was like standing on my feet and trying to get L, a bloody Regarian <laughs> from Empire. How terrible hostage. There's a fantastic picture on the wiki of you and her. Me and her? Yeah, oh, we, yes. You're chasing her, which is very funny. Um, Mountebank does something wrong or something like that. It was like that. Naughty Mountebank or something That's, like that. Yeah. Uh, but it's very funny. Uh, it was very good kind of drag, dragging them back because someone wanted them alive. I don't understand why. No one can speak a language. Um, and we had her by the campfire for a while, which was, you know, just kind of standing guard until someone knew what to do with her. One of the, the wildling chief came over to offer her refreshment. Gave her a drink. And two minutes later, she was dying. <laughs> Loudly. <laughs> Um, so we were like, oh, okay, so he's poisoned her. Uh, and she was like screaming. It was interesting as well. I think that people, especially some of the Ironborn, did the dehumanization of wildlings very well. Because mm. it was very much just laughing at her. Just like, oh, she died quietly. Like, we don't care. We want to kill you all. You're all pathetic worms, basically. Yeah. Um, I dragged her off and slit her throat behind a barn. You naughty boy, that was you? yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, well, she was dying very loudly. I was like, well, put her on misery. Well, you hear that, listeners? Never go behind the barn with Morgan. <laughs> no, I slit her throat, threw her on the ground, and then was like, went back and I said to the chief, why'd you kill her? And he was like, I didn't. I was like, I don't care. I'm not going to tell you off or anything. I just want to know. You're like, a very naughty chief. <laughs> and he just denied it. I was like, all right, I don't care. I was just curious. Um, oh, I got a taste of my own medicine when I got back to camp. Go on. I got quarterized. So oh, if classic. you've listened to our other episodes, you know I like the quarterization healing method. Getting a taste of my own medicine. Oh, I got told, I shout, uh, stood up and shouted something like, I will fucking stab you in your back alley, alley whore mother. Oh my God. Uh, someone did tell me to please die quietly. That's a very Game of Thrones insult. <laughs> I was like, oh, I could be a naughty man. <laughs> I could say bad things. I'm a naughty man. The Ooh. naughtiest of accidental slavers. <laughs> Most of them are so nice. We're lovely guys. We have a club. Um, but yeah, so that was uh, that was good. Um, a bear attacked camp at one point. Oh, yes. Which is pretty so wild. They decided, wild for the wildlings. Yay. <laughs> They decided to put wargs in this, apparently. Yeah, so there was like a bit of like, no one knew what it was, and then one of the wildlings was like, it's a warg. Would um, you like to explain what yeah. a warg is to our viewers who may not be up to date for Game of Thrones? So or... a warg is somebody who can project their mind into the body of an animal. Ooh, spooky. So you have like, there's various people who can do it in, in The Song of Ice and Fire. Bran, for example. Well, in in the books, there's a Spoilers. lot of in the books, there's a lot of people that can do it. I've not never read the books that say I really want to, but he's probably never going to well, finish the series. Well, spoilers for a Song of Ice and Fire. Uh, how many years ago was that? Yeah, Jon Snow yeah. is a warg. Arya is a warg. Um, I don't think we see Sansa warging. Bran is obviously a warg. Did you ever hear the fan theory that Ned Stark walked into a pigeon when he was got beheaded? That's very funny. Mm. That's hilarious. Can you imagine? 
Pigeon Ned. Pigeon Ned. <laughs> 10,000 pigeon screamers. <laughs> On a little <laughs> Um Yeah, so a, a walled bear arrives. People chase it off into the woods. It was, was it the big bear or the little bear? The little bear. The bear. Such a sad looking bear. Had such soulful eyes. Oh, God, it was depressed. Um, But yeah, we fought the bear. Did you go down on the bear hunt? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, that might be crazy. I just was, it's just, you said go down on the bear, and there was a beat before you said hunt. I was just like, excuse me? Yeah, no, we, um, I think I was part of the party that chased the bear out. Because I missed this bit because I was like, O.C. and I said, this is my holiday. I'm going to sit by a tree and have a snifter of whiskey. Yeah, I think there's a bit of that. There's a bit of chilling out, interacting with other people's characters, finding stuff out there, you know, delving into those really well-written backstories, which was good. We chase this bear, and then we get a bit further down, and we see this big bear, like a really big one. Um, and it's like runs us and then starts to walk away. And it's quite interesting because people are like, that bear is luring us into a trap. And then obviously, we don't know what a warg is, really. So, like, don't be stupid. It's a bear. We don't want it near camp. Uh, essentially, we get lured into a trap. Yeah. And a bunch of the elk clan attack us. Um, I think this is where Chris Rivers dies. One of our... I thought like, he became Chris Rivers. Yeah. The other guy. The, 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 the baker we the, mentioned. The middle class baker, yeah. He, um, that's what he died. Mr. Kipling. That's it, yeah. That's where he died, uh, I'm pretty sure, because he's like, we shouldn't be chasing this bear. He was proved correct as he died on, th- on elk spears. Um, and I think he was one of many stewards to get killed. We we could have built a bridge out of stewards. We went bodies. through so many stewards, it was madness. Like, if you think that the, being the healer geeky class is going to keep you safe, no, no, it wouldn't. No, you're the most at risk. <laughs> The rangers apparently go off right in front uh, and leave you to die. But I didn't know this ambush was going on until someone came back to say, right, we need you, the last ones at you at camp. We need more reinforcements, to which I pick up both my swords and just start sprinting down the road like the Terminator, both swords swinging as I run. And I just see two people laughing their asses off at me just on my own charging down this road thinking, he's going to die. <laughs> and that was the last they ever saw. No. Uh, by the time I reached them, they were pushing you all back up the yeah. hill in a horrible scrum. So what I decided to do, I go into a bush and wait. And when the uh, they get a bit closer, I jump out and slice it oily. Incredible. And then run back into the our line. Because that, like I say, that is my game for the weekend. Kill Oily. Kill Oily. I mean, I love the guy, but... Is he crewing this uh, Forlorn Hope? No, I'm crewing ah. Forlorn Hope, and uh, he's playing. Your goal is to kill Oily's character. Yep. <laughs> the dream. Um, yeah, so that was that was kind of one of the encounters. There was another, there was quite a few going out. But, I think uh, on all of them. I know one of them... You're missing the big point in that counter. Yeah, Drew yeah. got captured. I was going to say, was that where he got captured? So, yeah. yeah, a friend of ours, one of the Ironborn veterans, gets captured at this point. The um, Ironborn who was scared of the sea. The Ironborn who was scared of the sea gets captured. And later, we go back to camp, all a bit forlorn. Uh, yeah, forlorn hope. Uh, we all go back a bit forlorn. And, you know... 
I think there was like an emissary of the elk was sent to tell us that we should um, negotiate for his release. Yeah, we can negotiate for his release. So it was getting pretty dark at this point. Um, Black Kit coming in clutch at night. Oh, yeah. It looks so atmospheric. The fire's going on. We're usually in uh, Wild West. This one was mostly spent in Viking. There's a light uh, fire going on in the center of town. The huts look on point. Everyone's playing their A game. The backstories, as you say, are coming in handy. Everyone's got something to talk about. It feels like a proper frontier town in Game of Thrones. Yeah, yeah, it was good. And then there was the actual negotiation, I think. So we go down to have the negotiation with the Elk clan. At various points during this whole weekend, there are encounters going out. We fight loads of wildlings kind of coming back and forth. Um, We're professionals and forgot to make notes. Well, no, it's, it's not even that. It's more a case of just there was just a lot of fights going oh, back and forth. Oh, as always right? is the case at an isle up Yeah, exactly. Unless it's second breakfast. Second breakfast where you're fighting bees and geese. Not the bees! Not, obviously, bee. Um... So we go to this negotiation, and there's. It's I was picked to go in the special vanguard negotiations because I'm a rain, a jockish ranger. The first time Tom's been a jock in his life. <laughs> join Dawn. That's how you. That's how you. That's, that's how you join. Get jock status. Well, if Nietzsche ever goes, maybe. Maybe that's not an invite for you listeners to kill me. <laughs> Just for me. Um, yeah. So. It was quite funny, this negotiation, because the idea of the negotiation was to appear. There's only five of us, but every other members of the Night Watch is standing about 10 paces behind the dark. And it's this suspense of disbelief where, oh no, none of the wildlings can see any of the other 30 LARPers behind not exactly being quiet. Hidden in the dark. Complete stealth masters. Um... So the negotiation, I think, over that, we learned that the Marshwalker clan had eaten the son of the tribe leader of the Elk, the elk clan because um, he was warging into a creature. They ate that creature, and they still had his bones. I believe it was a chicken. It, well, was it a lamb? So I think there was a bit of confusion here because I think it was initially supposed to be a bird, and then it became a sheep. Right. Um, I think plot changes based on... I, I guess they, they were looking for bones and they had the wrong bones. They used a sheep, I think, in the end. So we have this uh, kind of conversation. Uh, I had to give props to the people leading this encounter because in an encounter where there's no combat like this, you always run the risk of, oh, it's going to be boring, I'm not doing anything. But because of the performances put on by the people leading negotiations, you didn't get bored and you felt sucked in. Mm. Yeah. I think I was a little bit far back, if I'm honest. Like, I didn't... I feel like this account for me was a bit kind of just waiting to hear what happened. Yeah. Um, it did help I was right at the front. Yeah, I was quite near the back. So it would have been good. I feel like it would have been one of those things where if, like, they should they should literally have only taken a few people. Yeah. And then we could have stayed at camp and role-played or done something else, I think, uh, personally, just because I don't feel like I got very much from that yeah. encounter. I did um, see Oily playing the warg at the front. It's like, I know that man on his knees looking at the sky. <laughs> just, well, he was supposed to be walking to a bird flying A ahead, bear. A bear. There was a bear at the front. It was demonstrating how the people Yeah, warm. sure. Um... So it was funny seeing his neck get tied because he was looking at the sky and all of a sudden you see his neck just drop and he looks at the ground for the rest of it. He's like, I am exhausted. Um, Then we 
once again went back to camp. Yeah, once again back went back to camp, and there was going to be a moot. And the elk clan had said they will return the uh, the Ironborn on the basis that they get a seat at this moot. So we go back, and then as we're kind of there, do some you know role play, chatting with things, and then wildling tribes start to appear. Ah, uh, it was the was the Ridgewalkers. Ridgewalkers. Um, the Stoneheads. Stone Stone Skulls. Stone Skulls. Yes. Um, the Elk Clan. The Marshwalkers. And then the Marshwalkers. Was that it? There may have been another, but they were the ones that stick out in my mind. Yeah. I think, and uh, it seemed like everybody there had beef with. The Marsh Walkers. Yeah, maybe we've teamed up with the bad guys. Yeah, a few of us were like, should we just kill the Marsh Walkers? And we're like, ah, oh, it's guest right, we can't. It's like, well... Show them the show them their cattle, uh, Castle Forge steel. Yeah, exactly. Run them through the Castle Forge steel. You know, I think there was some conversation around, you know, there was kind of like two groups of people, right? There was us. Yep. There was and them. Then. And we should run them through with Castle Forge steel, which was a large conclusion, but unfortunately they'd eaten food, so we couldn't. It's a shame that... Shame. Uh, Listeners can't see the hand notions of the them. No, no, it's just, the uh, I think it's just more than you know, it was us and them, you know. Uh, <laughs> um, and then we, yeah, had some food. Did I you think, get involved in the moots at all? Not really. It was a bunch of stinky wildlings. Oh, I decided uh, Culper Waters is going to make the most of this and go a bit native. So he got in a headbutting competition with the uh, leader of the Stone Skulls and got the knock, knock the fuck out. Yeah, it was very funny. Uh, yeah, apparently I knocked Josh's beer out of his hand. Sorry, Josh, whilst I'm falling back unconscious. <laughs> I feel like you, you're you co- you cause so many incidents. <laughs> and that's you, not just Culper. That's just Tom being yeah, clumsy. When you ragdoll, you're just like <laughs> cause all sorts oh, of problems. It's like a game from the ni- uh, t- early two thousand where you just clip through everything and cause yeah chaos. exactly I can very much see you the kind of person that goes to punch someone else and swings too far and hits your friend or like <laughs> yeah. a comedy barber yeah. I can very much see you doing that well it happened in Hoist the Colours ah, but not yet we go you see punch piss pot right in the kisser <laughs> god that fight was a lot uh, before we got lunch uh, dinner some s- dinner or tea because I'm northern tea uh some scouts came back saying they had found the weirwood we've been spending so far yes. uh, long looking for. Because I still, at this point, wasn't sworn into the Night's Watch. Oh, God. You were such a recruit. I hadn't said my oath. I kept going to the leaders being like, hey, can I can I say my words? Because at present, I could just leave. Like, there's nothing stopping me from just I, leaving. I, I can leave without being executed. Yeah, until, you know, the King's Justice finds me for my crimes. So, yeah, we... Um, Get back. We yeah, we found out where the weirwood trees. We're told after we've eaten, we're gonna go do our words. But no, we had it before we were eaten. Did we? There was a delay on the food. As I say, lovely food, but I think just feeding so much larpers. I just it is what it is, isn't it? It is what it is. Yeah, yeah. we that was it. Yeah, right. We went to the weirwood grove, and this was a really cool set piece. I do agree with you in the fact I think it should have only been you Northerners that went, and maybe a couple of others. Yeah, but as someone who paid for the ticket, it was yeah. such a cool moment to go and see. I think. In an ideal world, there would be two encounters. I completely agree. Um, they did the best with the oh, resources oh, they had. Completely. Absolutely. I'm not like... I think that exactly... you. The problem is with something like this, right, is when you've got... You know, oh, it makes sense for a subset to go. Yeah. It's like, oh, yeah, but the fun for everyone else. They it's also, it. you paid for this product. Yeah. You, If you want to go and see the tree, there's not much stopping you. I think there's a way to do it. But I think that it was, I can, you know, I I, can I also don't know the way with the resources. Yeah, exactly. 
But we wandered, we wander, we wander down into the woods. The woods. The woods. We wander down to the woods, and there's Night's Watchman standing there with torches, so we can see our route. Yeah, thank God, because it had been raining a bit, or it was a bit marshy from oh, the winter. Very marsh. It was we're, quite treacherous. We were walking through marshes, yeah, as it were. And are we the marsh walkers now? In that moment, we became marsh walkers. Oh my God! Uh, we went past a wonderful puddle that Pisspot fell into. Or who's the colours? And no I, one fell that, into that it. Always brings me happy memories. And we should call. We should name Pisspot's puddle. We should call it Pisspot's puddle. Or a puddle of piss. A puddle of piss. Um, yeah, go through the woods, and then this amazing prop. So they had. I was like, I don't know what to expect from this. No, my compliments. Who made the prop? The face that they put on the trees, white face with bleeding eyes, looked incredible. And they'd also got branches with red leaves and like stuck them on as well. So it was like the full on red yeah. leaves of a weirwood tree. The, the FX team, the effects team was phenomenal as well. The, the fog that was blowing yeah. in from the background. Yeah, there was a slight bit of red light as well. Yeah. It was so atmospheric. Uh, and then the Northerners who followed the old gods said their words at the base of the weirwood tree. Meanwhile, me and a few chuckle fucks at the back found a branch that was perfect for sitting height and just bouncing on the back until you did say your words. Like, <laughs> it'd be shit if all this you'd be saying your words and this branch just suddenly snapped <laughs> with a load of You killed our god! <laughs> um, I quite enjoyed the little bit of discourse around the old gods, like in bits, like people talking, like, "Would you? Why do you follow these old gods? Like, what's that all about?" Which I thought was cool. Um, I really wanted to lick the tree, or lick the tree uh, tears of the old gods, but I thought maybe that'll ruin the moment. Yeah, maybe. Just like go, maybe I should follow the old gods. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely blood sap. We we haven't written in the document what this means. The man's licked the tree. What happens when you lick the tree? Yeah. Is it poisonous? Tom the woodlicker. Tom the <laughs> It's the perfect episode. <laughs> uh yeah, so we so, yeah, to say our words in front of the old gods, uh, very cool moment. Did you have yours written out as well? Like we yes, all had we it. did. Huddled around the that's, that's a Chad move writing yeah. out the words. I really enjoyed that. I thought, yeah, it felt very atmospheric. The only thing for me was briefly was like, this is very busy. But at the same time, that kind of melted away a little bit. Um, bit treacherous underfoot, but it went really well. It was really cool. The only thing is, which is a bit of a shame, which I think is that low light photography is very difficult. So there's not really any fantastic pictures. I think there's some some good ones, but not yeah. me, uh, which is a shame. Oh, always need that Tristan or Morgan smoldering you need, in the background. You need that Morgan can't see without his glasses. So he's, he's, God, he's so blind. Looks like he's smoldering, but he's actually squinting. Um, yeah, so that, that was a really cool moment. And then we head back and had some dinner. Ah, oh, the the tea Johnny made us was phenomenal. Yeah, it was really good. It was emptied out big Trench, cobs bread, of bread. Bread trenches, yeah. Stew inside. And that big, man knows how to cook a chicken. Big bits of chicken. Was it lunch or, or was it dinner where the wildling was singing about giants? That was dinner. We didn't have the wildlings. And... It was very cool. There was the leader of the marsh walkers was in the corner. One of the meals. I think it might have been lunch, actually. Oh. was singing a song from the universe called Land of the Giants. Mm. Last of the Giants, rather. Uh, which is a song from the perspective of the last giant beyond the wall. Um, which was quite fun, because it was just as he went past. I was like, you know, wildling, have you seen any giants? And some conversation around that. There was conversations about what makes a wildling chief, which were very interesting. I think there was something about drinking the blood of a wolf. Didn't he want one of our players to become chief? Was it 
Was it Beth they wanted to be their chief? It was somebody that they, I can't remember now, someone they tried to conscript into the wildlings. It was, it was, it was funny. It, it was funny. It was so atmospheric in the camp. Yeah, it was good. And the players, uh, the NPCs of the wildlings looked like they were having so much fun in the roles. Yeah. Yeah, it was really good. Absolutely fantastic. And following that, we, there was the big moot. So they were talking about all the issues of the day and things. And I think I missed the drama. Did I you was see there the for the moot, yes. So do you want to tell us what the drama... Because I know the Marsh Walkers got kicked out, didn't they? Were you there for that? So yes, the Mar- uh, the Elks came in. They, yeah. they explained to the Marsh Walkers that... Uh, no, they explained to every other tribe that they killed the son in cold blood. They could, they needn't have killed a young... Warg. Excuse me, uh, Alex. They needn't have killed a young Warg from the Elk Clan in that skin. They weren't declaring war... They were just experimenting with their powers, but the Marsh Walkers went and exterminated them anyway. Uh, so every other tribe's like, right, that's not on, that's not conduct of war. We are leaving, we can't tr- uh, trust the Marsh Walkers. Uh, quite a few of the Night's Watch also spoke up in the moot. So all you had to do is declare your name, the faction you are in, and then you can have a, a bit of time to talk. So I actually brought up the point why don't we, the Night's Watch, and the rest of you clans unite if we're so worried about the Fens? Which they just said, you don't know how much, how many Fens they are coming down here. It is mad. Yeah, so because that's... that was the initial point of the moot. All these uh, tribes had beef with the Fens coming down from far north. That was, it was, yeah, the Fen were moving because they had a new leader. So they were moving down from the north, the far north and taking territory. So everyone was like, what do we do? They're like, they're basically, they're basically they're beasts, they're animals, they're monsters. They can't, you can't reason them when they will talk yeah. to them. And they had They this... speak Simish. No one knows how Yeah, exactly. They speak Simish. We don't have to speak to them. And then this big, massive new leader who was causing problems. A Magnar. A ma- that was it, a Magnar. Um, so yeah, they were kind of, dry, like you say, trying to work out how to deal with that. But I think that the... Uh, yeah, he's saying to resolve. I think Marshwalkers got kicked out of their own settlement, didn't they? They no, they stayed. Everyone else left. Oh, okay, because I thought the Marshwalkers came the next day and they're like, "You kicked us out of our camp." I think that happened afterwards, but I think it's also the case of we need more NPCs now to do this encounter. Yeah, maybe. But yeah, that was cool, and that was kind of like for me, I think at least you the went... end of my like. And interact with NPCs, but I had some really good player stuff. So what did you get up to? In Do you that? want to explain your player stuff first? Yeah, go on then. So we were chatting, to kind of role-playing, and we were chatting in the tent, and I was walking past one of the builders. Oh, what was her name? Bob? No, Lady... No, that was Bob at the Builder. There was someone called Bob at the Builder. I hate you it all. It was so funny. It was one of the crew. Matt Immersion. It was Bob at the Builder. He just wanted to die. <laughs> He was the tanner. He was the tanner if we were playing One Night Wolf. So we get to the... We're having a chat and I go past this like lady who'd come to the wall and she mentions the name Vyman. And I like stop in my tracks. And I'm like, sorry, did you just say something about someone called Vyman? She was like, yes. I was like, how do you know Vyman? And she goes, well, I was to wed him. And so I came up here to escape the marriage. And I was like, no way. I said, I killed it. I tried to kill him. Um, and we had this big bonding moment because she hated him. I hated him. She goes, oh, I'd heard that he'd been attacked by his farrier. 
Uh, but I, I thought it'd be too much of a coincidence if we saw each other at the same place. I was like, no, that weren't me, that weren't me. Uh, and then we, me and one of the Builder veterans, uh, along with the lady, were trying to decide if we could spread uh, a song around the around Westeros, uh, calling Vyman insults and get like a one-hit wonder going that was insulting Vyman, which was very funny. Um, so yeah, that was that was kind of it. We discovered that we had this shared bond over over um, a shared bond over over this guy called Vyman. Yeah, um, which was really cool. And then. Nothing happened for a little while after that. I think some. I was chatting. Oh, I was chatting with another person. I was chatting with uh, Esme's character. We played some dice, asked for like secrets and traded stuff. I did really well at Sword and Shield, um, which was really good fun. But whilst I was doing that, what were you up to? So I was just generally going around, uh, around vibing, talking to people. But then I heard there was a uh, special night mission that was going to happen with a limited number of rangers and scouts. So, as it happens with any LARP, you maybe get a bit of an oversubscription. But the general gist was a leader of one of the local tribes, uh, I think it was the Moon Folk, but I could be mistaken, who was played by Pascal, was going to lead us into the woods to scout out how many fens there were, because we were very close to the fen encamp- uh, encampment. So, we wanted to get an idea of numbers, how close they are, yeah, the yeah, fighting yeah. composition. Have they got any beasts? Can we get into any insight to why they were moving uh, further south? So basically, this mission was apparently one of the ones they dialed up to hard. Oh, right. So yeah, apparently yeah. they get the briefing of how much noise the crew can hear or how close the players sure. can get yeah, okay. without noticing. So they set this one up to hard. So they gave us the spiel. Right. This is scouting mission. If you get captured we'll probably get massacred. If we get seen, we will get massacred because there are so many. Sure. If someone says run or we get seen, you get out of here. So, all right, right. We got that, coach. We'll go out with you. We'll be super uh, stealthy. And for once, I'll have to say, I thought we were being fucking stealthy. In the grand scheme of things, like on a marine mission scouting out in Emory Territory, we're probably like elephants in the woods. But for LARPers on a <laughs> stealth mission, silence, spec yeah, ops, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, not a word muttered. So we're all creeping through the woods. So you're all walking around going, mew, 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 mew. No one was saying a word. <gasps> Incredible. It was pure silence. So just like occasional branch snapping because you can't really account for such things. Uh, the moon was kind of out, not as out as the first day, mm. but it was uh, quite dark. We could start going through the underbrush hearing things we're getting closer and closer i'm crouched down for about two to five minutes in the same spot as we wait for a patrol to pass then all of a sudden out of nowhere we hear run because we've been hearing uh fens up close someone shouts run mm. and because of the orders we've been given i get out of there with a few others now apparently and this is what i didn't know some of the others stopped like to regroup and see if they could do anything. But there's me and one other person who just went all the way back to camp. <laughs> and just for an OC note, this has highlighted how bad I am at cardio. Going up, running through a Jan uh January night, frosty, about uh two stones worth of fur on, up a hill, like, oh, need to stop for a second. Run quick back to the fort. The two OP LARPA skills are cardio. friends and cardio. 
best skills. But it was really atmospheric because there was a few couple of people who were like, who's going there? Who's out there? I was like, they're gone. We went to the patrol. They've been captured. <sighs> the enemy heard us. We got captured. Like, and apparently there'd been a breakdown in communication. So I don't think a lot of the rangers had told the rest we were going out. So a lot of people were like, oh God, what are we going to do? We've lost most of our rangers. Yeah. Uh, so there was only one or two veterans left at this point. You're like, no one else leaves this camp. We might send one or two more experienced uh, folk out, but that's it. But as we were there, like, I'm not going back out. I'm happy to stay there. I believe Ro Robin and Oliver kind of took the watchtowers to kind of look out and into the darkness and see if anyone's approaching. Sure. More like, my friend's out there. I'm not going to leave them. But they've been ordered to stay. Yeah. And I particularly remember Lord Kelter goes like, well, I'll stay. And then they just go around the side of the fort, kick open the wall and start running into the woods to try uh. and retrieve them. We had a... Uh, the wonderful LARPA Harry Knight's like, what's going on? Don't go out there. We've lost so many rangers. Like, you can't fucking tell me what to do. You try and stop me, I'll cut you in half. Is that what you said? No, it's what he said to me. Incredible. Love fucking that. fantastic. Uh, but it seems more we're losing more and more of the night, the few nights watch we have left mm. going out on this rescue mission. Yeah, sure. I think by the end, or coming to the end of it, I think we had about 10 left in camp out of the 40. Mm. We're like, fuck, what are we going to do? Yeah, are we going, going to go back to uh, Castle Block? We, we can't fight these fens. A, a good 15 to 20 minutes goes past, and then the Night's Watch kind of return in dribs and drabs. And I thought that was a really atmospheric bit. It turns out, in the end, we'd only lost one members of the Night's Watch. They got captured. One of the Ironborn, right? One of the Ironborn. But God, was that atmospheric. I feel gutted that I chickened out and like went all back to camp, but I also felt I did my duty and reported what happened to the yeah. veterans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but just seeing, oh, are we fucked now? Have we lost everyone? Should we just go to Ca uh, Castle Black and uh, save the numbers we have left? It was just great, but... As I say, seeing the dribs and drabs coming back, telling the story, it works so well. Sure. Um, I don't think there's any more encounters at this point. That was the last encounter for the night. The last thing that happened for me, as far as I remember, beyond all the like usual role play, was... Oh, no, two things happened. There were two secret letters. Secret letter? One secret letter was discovered was a contract for somebody's head signed by Lord Vyman. A contract for head? Uh, yeah, a head contract. My God. In this economy? It's very nice. Um, it's so nice. No, there was a contract for... 69 coppers get your head. <laughs> there was a contract out for someone's head signed by Lord Vyman. Mm. So we're like, realistically, probably his wife. It was Lady Beesbury. So I was like, realistically, probably her. Could be me. Unlikely. I only know the Beesbury uh, family from uh, House of the Dragon. Yeah, I don't. I, I there were so many names I didn't realize. But being a filthy little small folk, I have no. We didn't need to know. Yeah, it was fine. Then there was another thing that was being translated, and I overheard that it was a message, and that message mentioned Lady Beesbury. Lady Beesbury. Was it Lady Beesbury? I, I can't remember now. Someone, but uh, some noble person. I can't. Remember. Oh, that's gonna bug me now. Lady Beesbury might have been someone else actually. Anyway, it mentioned their name. And I ran over and I was like, oh my God, they've got something there with your name on that might be a clue. 
and we go over and they're like, what have you got? And they're like, nothing. And we're like, what, what do you mean nothing? And it's like, we, we don't have anything. It's like someone's like, I just saw them burn a piece of paper. And I'm like, why are you hiding that from me? It's got her name on it. And they're like, I don't know what you're talking about, mate. And we're like, what are you doing? And I went on a bit of an angry northerner rant. I called them cowards with no honour and marched off. Scathing. Then a little bit later, they come up to me and they're like, it was a letter sent to us to protect her. Okay. And I was like, oh, all right. I feel bad now. Okay. All right. I apologise. Um, so now we've got this You've thing. You've got like, a bee in your bonnet for Lady Beesbury. Well, well, it was more a case of like, well, she's, you know, she's my, my sister now. My homie. You know what I mean? Sworn swords. So we were like, right, now we're all working to protect her from these assassins. We don't know who they are. Um, and the last thing was we were all chat, sit, sat chatting and then uh, a marsh walker comes over, I think, and throws an eye patch on the table. The eye patch belonged to the Ironborn. I think that was kind of game for the night. Like, yeah. You capture this person, I give you a steak, OC steak bake to cook. Yeah, that was funny. But he threw, this guy threw the eye patch down and he goes... They've got him captured. He's still alive. We can try and get him back tomorrow. There are hundreds of them, but there's a new Magnar. And if we kill the Magnar, they'll scatter. So we knew the objective for the day tomorrow was to kill the Fen, kill the Magnar, um, and then we would have succeeded. Yeah. And that was it. I, yeah, I, st- I, I I cooked a potato and a steak bait on the fire, had a little uh, out-of-character chill time. Love, I love I laugh out-of-character chill time. Yeah, it's good. It's good stuff. Went back to our freezing hut, but it wasn't nearly as freezing as the previous night. No, and I actually wore um, thermals that night. Oh, clever boy actually wore his cold gear. Still woke up cold in the night. Yeah, because I had to give my, my bloody cloak to Oily. Because <laughs> Oily, Oily was like, actually, yeah, I think I'm just going to sleep on the table again. But your cloak was really warm. I did put my cloak over my feet this time, considering it was like... Yeah. The rest of me was perfectly fine. It was just my feet. Really weirdly, tight. really weirdly, it was my thighs. Ooh. Like my thighs specifically were really cold. I was like, what's this about? You hear that, viewers? If Morgan ever needs a thigh rub, please support your local <laughs> podcaster. Support your local LARPer and rub his thighs. <laughs> um, yeah, it was very cold. Um, I learned the limits of my sleeping bag that weekend. And also being in a hut. That hut specifically, I think it's quite chilly. It's the cutest looking hut, but this, I think it's oh, the coldest. The one I want to go into is it's got like six beds, a big fire, like, in the a fire in the middle, tucked little cubbies. I'm like, I need that one next time. We um, need to build our own hut. We do. I think we're not doing that anymore. Oh, that's a shame. We're not going to have space. Um, but yeah, that was that was Saturday. Really uh, good fun. Fun game. Lot of good atmosphere. Once again, warm weather, but the perfect larping weather. Mm. Not a drop of rain, not yeah, a cloud in the sky. Ra- it, I think it did rain a little bit. Did it? Oh, I, I Maybe it didn't. It did. No. Yeah, we escaped the rain then, yeah. So it was all good. Um, Got up, had our sausage, egg and bacon butty from the wonderful Johnny. Oh, I love, I love breakfast. And then, yeah, time in. We're like, right, we need to deal with these bloody fens. Bloody fens. But first... Who should, who should appear but the Marsh Walkers who had been kicked out of camp the night before? They weren't too happy with us. No, they weren't. So, first combat of the day was the Marsh Walkers, like, wave after wave after wave after wave attacking us because all the surrounding Marsh Walker villages came to attack us, basically. Ah, uh, um, it, it was bad. Was it, Sorry, was it 
the previous night, the elk made the deal with us that if we got the bones back and helped them deal with the marsh walkers, they would give us ponies and help us. That was it. Yeah, I I miss so much of the politics of this. But yeah, we managed to find the bones, give the bones back to them. Um, I completely missed this as yeah, well. Yeah, I missed that as well. We got the bones back to them, so everybody was... The elks are all happy. So it's just the marsh walkers and the fen now. Yeah, marsh walkers, yeah, wave after wave after wave after wave after wave of these marsh walker attacks, which was really intense. It was great, uh... Because there was us doing some raids from behind because there was a hole in the side of the uh, the fort. So there was some of us trying to flank. Yeah, there was yeah, some coming yeah. through huts. It was great seeing LARPers use tactics that weren't just yeah. shield walls. We had um, uh, my mate um, Gareth was playing like one of the last surviving members of House Rain. He was a builder. He was a builder. And we had like a little builder unit. So he was like, there was like the head builder and then there was two deputies who then had their own groups to look at. I loved your example of building defences, which was basically just move the ILARP cart slightly in front of the gate. <laughs> yeah, we literally just created a pinch point. We were like, well, good luck. Um, Not so much building, more moving. <laughs> but yeah, there was some really good fighting. Um, and I think some... I got happens. stabbed again. Yeah, a couple of wars got done in once again. I got stabbed in exactly the same place. Uh, got healed up again. Uh, so this is my third time. No, was it third or second? Either way, I've been hitting the same spot a lot. It's been a hefty weekend, uh, but I I survived the battle after wave after wave. I think a bear was involved in that attack as well. Was the bear on our side? Oh, the bear side? was on our side. That was poorly. I missed that bear. There was a little dance with the bear. We discovered that bears do shit in the woods. The bear had some whiskey in the little dance. God, such a serious larp. Such a little bear. Um. But yeah, that How was, was the battle for you? Yeah, it was good. Um, it was, again, I enjoyed fighting Ambi uh, all weekend, to be honest. It was good fun. Yeah. Um, I remember one bit, uh, we were going to flank at the sides. Sneaky, sneaky, sneaky. One of our knights watchmen stick our heads out. I think it was Oily that just nailed them with an arrow, so they just fell straight back. Oh, that's so good. Incredible. It was really fun with the archers, though, because once they loosed an arrow, you just ran at them. And yeah. it was like, what are you going to oh, do? Oh. Aggression. Um, but yeah, uh, we kill all these poor marsh walkers and take their village. Good. They were eating people. Uh, I remember I've come back from healing. I'm limping across now. I'm holding my uh, guts in like, Bring him back. I didn't hear no bell. I can take them on. <laughs> I didn't hear no bell. Put me in, coach. <laughs> but at this point, we've driven them off. They'd fled to the four winds, and we kind of get into all our last what's orders. That's the one. Mm -hmm. The builders, the rangers, and the stewards. How did the uh, builders meeting go? Um, did they go through the plan and whatnot? We were kind of, we'd kind of been like, right, we're not getting the ponies. <laughs> No ponies? No ponies. Oh, Harry Knight's character. So good. Uh, me and Harry loved our horses. God, um, they loved them. God, they're beautiful creatures. Very majestic. I did love seeing, just as you're saying, they've planned those two OC kind of jockeys riding past and like going a little horse. Yeah. I was like, look. Look, Randall, Melvin, <laughs> horses. Oh, such magnificent beasts. <laughs> so wonderful. Oh. Um, and yeah, that was yeah, it was pretty good. We were getting ready to ride out. We had our little units ready. Ride out? You mean walk out? Ride no, out. This is for you. Ride out on our feet. Um, yeah, we and we go out to take on the fen. In the rangers meeting, uh, I love this line. The head ranger, boldest brass sight. We're doing well. We've not lost too many rangers this uh, excursion. Could be a lot worse. And at that moment, it was going through my head. 
I will. I feel like this is the best time a type of character die. It's a one shot. I've not read the character. Uh, no, sorry. I've not, not read written. the character. So I thought this was the perfect time to maybe experiment with death. Uh, in a one-shot, I've not uh, been the one to write my character, though Kitty uh, wrote one that I particularly loved. I kind of felt like a not uh, not enough characters had died sure. from the event to feel realistic in my head, Canon. People play the characters in this lot particularly the way they want to. I just kind of feel like we're on an excursion north, we're all rookies, more people should have died. Sure. So, and I loved you sharing me the results of this on the Discord. But as soon as the head ranger said, not too many of us have died, we're going to be fine, I decide to ragdoll and die. That was so funny. I was like, this is the best Tom death. It's a, a prime comedic moment. So as soon as he said, the rangers are doing fine, I just decide to ragdoll. <laughs> you were dead. That was the end of Culpa Waters. A I- uh, couple of people... Uh, Stewards come running up to me, say, "Are you okay? Are you okay?" I'm just like, "No, I'm like dead. I'm done, Yeah. And now his watch has ended. Now my watch has ended. Uh, it was quite amusing. Uh, I think some of the stewards wanted to give me a funeral, and if it wasn't for Sean or Pascal, I think I would have missed the final fight because I wouldn't have been told no one's giving you a funeral. I would have just kind of lied there. It was incredible. Um, did you see the death? I did. Yeah. Oh, good. I was like, "What the fuck?" The Septon was very upset because he was like, no, I saved this one. Well, um, shall we tell them about what was going on with one of the Septons? I want to save that for a little bit. Fair um, enough. Uh, I get asked, do I want to respawn into Rangers or the Night's Watch or do I want to be uh, respawning to Wildlings? And apparently I went for the based choice and respawned into the Wildlings. Based. Because I've been playing a Night's Watchman all weekend. It's like, you know what? I want to try and kill my friends. I want to let go and just like have fun with this last bit and uh, experience what a bit of crewing's like. And God, I got like a little cheer when I came up. It's like, I'm dead, guys. <laughs> I'm joining you. <laughs> I think everyone else up to that point had respawned into the ring. I look pretty good for a dead bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Do the usual hand up. I'm yeah. not here. Uh, uh, but Kitty was great. They uh, really helped me because it was my first time seeing all the crew stuff they're like it's tom's first time in crewing just show him around let him uh show him what we've got help him just get kitted up because as soon as i died it was into the fen ambush yeah yeah god yeah that was a lot um seeing oily circuits and andrew's face when i was like yeah i'm joining you guys hi hi i'm a silly little guy (laughs) fucking great oh dear um, yes. I will agree with Dave. Bit of LARP death. Mwah. LARP Wonderful. death is good. Um, so yeah, after that, we then go off to take on the Fen. Um, so we start marching down the hill. Uh, we start finding that they've all got shields again. Absolute shield. nightmare. No, they've got shields. Oh. Absolute nightmare. Oh, I had a shield. Yeah, you had a shield, you little... I think I don't I don't know if you'd spawned into crew at this point. Maybe you had. I but, think I spooked... Uh, spooked. 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 <laughs> spooked. Oh, my. Oh, spawned in uh, further back. Yeah, sure. So we uh, start marching our way down. We start taking on the Fens. Uh, it's all going pretty well. And then they cut charge from behind as well. And they get sandwiched. And I see a very loud 
ginger bearded man was with it torment giant it was torment giant's bane yeah a young torment giant's bane with this spear and i just turned around and just whacked in the stomach and just like it feels like i'm getting dragged through the dirt by this spear on the ground i'm like oh fucking, like and he just keeps stabbing me with it i think this is what i love about this hobby everyone's proper gentle until you come into your friend until you see a mate and then you're like i'm gonna kill you um, dragged along the ground with his spear, and then he like get it puts you like wax me with his shield. I'm, I'm pretty sure he, I went to get my knife and he bit my fingers off, <laughs> and then he gets my knife and I'm like struggling and he slits it across my throat. And I was like role playing; it was like a lightish thing, so it was bleeding, but it wasn't yeah. instant death. I was like, like dying, and he just leans in and goes, "Yeah, fuck you, mate." And I <laughs> It's such a great <laughs> hobby for friendship, isn't it? And then I'm, I'm like there on the floor, like what, what, dying. Um, I get picked up and dragged and I see one of my fellow builders lying on the floor um, and best character Carrie Byrne comes up to heal me and she's looking the septum comes up to heal me and he looks at me he goes what am I working with so I stabbed here very light slit throat covered in wounds he's like looks up can't save him he's dead we should put him out of his misery and Kyra comes up to him and she goes I mean I can try and he's like now there's people coming we need to deal with this immediately and she comes up to me and she's like, no, please, I can try and patch it up. And I'm just like, oh, oh. like I grab her hand and I pull her, pull her towards me. And I put my hand over my throat. I'm like, get a message to Gerda of Hornwood. Oh, no. I tell her I died loving her. My wife. My wife. <laughs> Fucking spluttering. And she's like, I will. And then she leaves. And then the septum comes up to me and then like slits open the base of my spine and yeah. puts something into it. And then I die. Oh, shit. Malin of Hornwood dies in the woods on the floor. Um, I think Kitty was gutted to lose two of her favorite rain characters. I, I came back to her and she was like, no, not Malwin. I heard something really tragic which never came up. So I was, I once sent a letter to Gerda. Yeah. But someone in character talked me out of it. Okay. On the Friday night. Because like, maybe it's better she thinks you're dead. But Kitty said to her, if I'd managed to get a letter off, they were considering telling me, sending a letter back saying that Malwin had a kid. Oh. <gasps> Oh my! And I was like, God, I wish I'd send that letter. God. Listeners, this is the first I'm hearing yeah. of this as well. This is fucking tragic. Yeah, and I was like, oh no. She's like, we would have spoke to you out of character first because that's really intense. But I was yeah. like, that would have been so good. And I was like, I think I, I think Malwin might have deserted. I genuinely think Malwin might have deserted after that. Being like, no, I can't. I can't. Um, Fuck. But really rough. But Malwin, I was like, I'm glad he died not knowing that because he died getting a message to his wife saying that he loved her alone beyond the wall. The type two fun. Oh, so good. And then I came back. You you spawned back into the ranges, I came you? back. No, Builder. Oh, veteran Builder. builder Owen, oh, sorry, Night's Watch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Veteran Builder, Owen Karstark. Uh, I picked up a massive greatsword. I put on my chain mail. And they were like, right, you have got the materials together to build a ram to smash open the Then Fort. I was like, awesome. You have to wait for the builders to come and then we'll construct it. So I joined crew on the side of the Night's Watch. Um, I had a massive, massive greatsword. Ooh, perfect episode for this episode 69. A big <laughs> greatsword. God's sake. I had a really nice moment as well when I was waiting because I was waiting outside the fort for everyone. And I was sat there with my greatsword across my knees, singing Jenny of Old Stones in my Night's oh, Watch. Oh, that's kit. nice. And it was like just by myself in the woods. I was like, this is cool. You this know, is really You know, you cool. ruined it for me, Morgan. What? Me, Oily, and Circuit, and Andrew were all like, where's that fucking Morgan? I want to have a stab at him. But obviously you've died further down I the got road. absolutely murked. <laughs> yeah. By, oh, it was a really good death, though. I, uh, you know, thank you very much for killing me like that, Josh. It was cool. 
Um, but yeah, then the players catch up with us. Uh, people, I've slow people slowly realize that I am no longer Malwin of Hornwood. A lot of people didn't know I died. Yeah. A lot of people saw me and they were like, oh, Malwin's like, no, I'm Owen Carstark. And they're like, oh, okay. Um, so, I, I have to say, sorry if I cut you off there. No, no, go for it. I had a fucking whale of a time being a Oh, fed. I bet you did. It's like, oh, wait a second. I can die as much as I want now. It's like aggression turned up from 10 to 15. <laughs> and I think it was really touching that Josh mentioned on one of the Discord chats. You had, ah, oh, Tom, you think, credit to the crew. I think it was, I don't think, was it Josh or was it? I think Nat said I'm Josh's behalf. Mm, hang on. I think he did. Yeah, hang on. Let me see. I've got the messages up. Ah, uh, you know yeah, they did. They, it was someone said that you did really well, that you're absolute like, trooper. Yay, this means a lot. Like, <laughs> God, you need cardio to crew, though. But yeah. so much fun respawning, regenerating to just charge at those night yeah. watch and hack them. Out. Very funny watching you march towards. I was like, oh, God, here he comes. <laughs> uh, I've been given a belt to stitch, uh, kind of hold my uh, armor together. Sure. The belt had fallen off in the middle of war. Of course it did. So there's just me. <laughs> of course it with did. With the shirt you, met, uh, shirt you made, which is a fantastic shirt, but my God, it showed off a generous amount of chest hair. I was like, fucking come at me, nice mod. In Simish, admittedly, I think I did a lot of the whole, like, Lord of the Rings, uh, Khazad uh, speech, the dwarven, like, Baruch Khazad, Khazad, Come at me, you fucks. Uh, In complete gibberish. It was a lot of fun. And because they said you're a hardy bastard, I'd be going down. But then just hacking at the legs yeah, on the floor. Sure, yeah. God, some of those rangers can take a few hits, though. It was a lot of, like, death towards the end, wasn't it? Because everyone was like, oh, I saved the weekend. But then eventually everyone catches up to us after fighting you. We get the ram that gets built. And we take How it was it from your side of the forks? I'm obviously in the fort. We're having a bit of a break, so we can't see all the preparation you guys are doing. So we're at the bottom of the hill in the little shed at the very bottom. Do you remember where at Nightmare where we were standing when the we were fighting the the um hunter the trapper the werewolves and the trapper yeah, yeah. yeah yeah we were like by there building building the uh, a, a um ram did you actually have a fizz rep ram yeah we had a literal oh, nice. massive ram I didn't see that bit yeah and we, everyone was taking a bit of a breather and then once we're ready to go we march up the hill with our massive ram built by the builders we get to the top and we were like we were expecting like an assault on the way to the fort but no they told us to have a break yeah fair uh. You know what does amuse me, though? Uh, you saying how serious all the fens were. But I believe Circuit and Andrew spoiled that. Obviously, you didn't hear this, but they were like saying, oh, we're all going to die and go to Fenboy Hooters. <laughs> I heard about Fenboy Hooters. <laughs> the promised afterlife of the fens. <laughs> the great Fenboy Hooters in the sky. <laughs> we're debating, after the final siege, should we just cold come out in miniskirts and crop tops? <laughs> saying Fen for life. Oh, Christ. Um, yeah, we march up to the top of the hill with this massive ram. We're like, three, two, one. Crack down the door with this ram, and then the fight begins. Um, How did the fight look for you? Because the fight, fight was, felt phenomenal I think for us. absolute perk for me was Randall, with his massive greatsword, stood there by himself, completely annihilating everything, just like controlling all the space around him. Just this the whacking. first time you used a great sword. Uh, I had, yeah. And it was, I have found a love for great weapons this weekend. The great, ain't they? Yeah, they're really good. Absolutely fantastic. So much fun. Um, but yeah, watching Randall do it was incredible. Like Harry's character, like smashing the hell out of, uh, um, then 
that was a really intense fight. I saw you fighting Oily at one point. Yeah. And there's like, it's, I couldn't resist it. Like, I've got to charge more. I now. ran at Oily, started attacking, and then I just heard your clanking behind me. I was like, ah! <laughs> it's like wailing at you, my great sword. Um, really because good Because you breached the fortress. Some of us have been hiding in huts, but players kind of throw these uh, smoke Grena grenades yes. in, which were meant to represent fire, fire. so they were red. Just seeing the hut birds, I was like, well, shit, that's one clown car gone. We can't hide there. <laughs> but the highlight for my fight, it could be one of the highlights of my weekend, was being this fen. And I've decided, you know what, I'm a bit of a smaller dude. Let's kind of be a sneaky, sneaky fen. So I noticed no one for, apparently is watching the stewards. Surprise, surprise. Oh, so you annihilate the So stewards. I ran up, grabbed the back of the player who played uh, Chris Rivers, and just shoved my sword through his back. <laughs> Pulled it out oh, and killed him. Then just went for Kyra Byrne before I could kill them. Oh. I got taken down. But the fact that... Uh, I can't remember the name of the player. I apologize. But you were a great dude to play with. Chris Rivers. Yeah, Chris. Kyle, there. Uh, the fact he just went with the fact he's been shanked yeah. through the back. Yeah, I think he got, he got a taste for dying this week. Yeah. He's been saying some concerning things about his Empire character. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, because like, that was really fun. Um, the fighting was amazing. So many people died in that last encounter. You know what I missed, though? Because I was so involved with the fighting, I missed the Magna coming uh, out, which were meant to chant for him and like really big <laughs> him up. I was like, ah, I'm just going to kill everyone. The Magna appeared and we were like, that's definitely the Magna. He's huge. He's a really big guy who works yeah. on crew, really tall. Kind of came through. It was really cool. Uh, felled him uh, and that, and then kind of we had loads of dead um, Kitty's NPC was walking around saying the names of all the Night's Watch people who died and it was like and now their watch has ended uh, and if you listen to our interview with um, Sean and Pascal Sean was like no one picked up a shield and that whole fight the floor was littered with shields and no one had picked them up he was like and that's the legacy the Master of Arms had left but they said all the names of the dead um, lots of dead like uh, like I feel like people are like end of the weekend I'm gonna kill my character. You see, I think this is another reason I picked to die when I did because I'm an attention whore. It's like I don't want to <laughs> die in the final battle. Everyone's gonna die in the final uh, battle. Dear. Let's die in the battle before the final battle. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, and that was time out. And now our watch begins. And now our watch has ended. Oh, how good was it though? I felt great that I died in the character. It was really good. I was really happy with my death. I was really happy with the kit that we got together. Um, the, the kit you got to get together, you NPC. <laughs> NPC? Uh, not NPC, MVP. <laughs> Stupid dyslexia. <laughs> I've also been drinking hot toddies because I'm on my holiday. Uh, listeners. Dear. But yeah, no, absolutely. There was, it was a really, the kit, I, th I was really happy with how the kit came together. I think everyone's kit looked fantastic. <gasps> Fucking how do you do it? So many different variations of just black. Everyone looked completely different. You could tell people's backgrounds from what they were wearing. It was absolutely phenomenal. Um, really enjoyed it. Really enjoyed hanging out with people. There was, um, I know it was having to roll's first time at Eversley. They had a great time. They looked like, oh, they looked like they had a whale of a time. Yeah, which is a nightmare because that's just more competition for tickets. Uh, the lying, never go. Uh, yeah, just as a reminder. It's terrible. Every LARP Eversley ever do is terrible. Don't bother, don't go. We don't will do it for we'll you. We'll so go. And we'll, in fact, if you have the money to spend on tickets, give us the money and we'll go. And it'll when do you be think fine. Kitty and Johnny are going to tell us to knock it off with this shit? I, just, I well, I, I, it's not my fault they do bad laps, you know? That's <laughs> that's just how it is. Um, no, all jokes aside, fantastic. Uh, weekend. Look at the LARP nominations this weekend. <laughs> yeah. How many OFC Rise and iLARP yeah. products are there? No, absolutely phenomenal LARP. 
Great um, as always. I had a really good time. Can't wait to go back to the site. You're going back this weekend for Fallen Hope. Written by Fallen Hope writer Harry Knight. A Feast Your Eyes event, um, which is going to be fantastic. I'm really excited because this is the first time I'm going to be crewing a whole event. I think it's one of the reasons, another reason I wanted to die so we can get a taste of the crewing yeah, before doing a whole weekend of crewing. Yeah, Dead no, excited. No. Got the luxurious uh, Megabus down. Oh, fun. But thankfully, you're at Match Made in Sarvos. Yeah, I'm off to get my flirt on, and I'll pick be picking you up on the way back. Oh, you're such a you're such a gent, such a gent, such a kind guy, a such a nice guy, guy. such a nice, nice guy, the nicest of guys. Um, yeah, because I'm going. Match Made is like 40 minutes away, so I'll I'll do Match Made, and then I'll uh, come pick you up. But yeah, that's gonna be a really good weekend for you. I'm gonna have a good weekend. Uh, Lap season is like, I feel there, like we've been arrested. There is no end. There is no end. My wallet. In my poor little gob is suffering. <laughs> you so open your much. wallet and a fly comes out. <laughs> I'm like, you sh- beforehand, like last year's like at least I've got like four months for it to recover. Yeah. Now there is no time. Yeah, it's fucked up. Uh, my friends actually took the piss out of me. It's like, you know what? I'm looking forward to lobsters season starting. He goes, like, Tom, you've been to two already this year. What yeah. the fuck are you talking about? Not Empire E1 will when this episode comes out, it'll be nine weeks away. <sighs> I've not done any prep. What do you need to prep? True. Nietzsche just wears the same kit all the yeah. time. I, I've given myself a new project for some reason, but... Um, you masochist. I know. I bought some new fabrics. I'm going to make a new coat, I think. Go do that for Welcome to the Forest. I'm going to in uh, six weeks, I think. Um, six weeks. Nice. I'm having a bit really of a good. break. So Full on Hope is my last one in theory. To one. Yeah, nice. To Leah one. Yeah. yeah, I've got two player events and then E1, and I'm very excited. Um, Can't wait to get back on E. As much as I love these small laps, get to play a lot more of a character... Big Empire, you just see yeah. every one of your friends. Yeah, it's going to be fun. Thursday night, oh. Dangerous Thursdays. Very excited. If uh, you do find me passed out in a bog, <laughs> please put me on my back rather than face down. Uh, but yes, thank you very much, everybody, for listening. I hope you enjoyed hearing about our adventures at Eversley. Great, as always. If you want to support us, we do have our Patreon. Yep, that is. Uh, you'll find that linked in the description below. And as well, you know, give us a like, give us a review. I am contractually obliged to read out every single five-star review. That's not racist, sexist, No, if, you, if it gets past the iTunes filters, I'll read it. Ooh, that's a daring <laughs> statement, Morgan. I've already read out an advert for uh, for an organization. So, but whatever you want, I have to read it out. Um, even if it's propaganda about Tristan's floppy antlers. Um, but yeah, absolutely. Um, uh, you know, if, you, if you've liked this, give us a, give, give us a like, give us a follow. Uh, we'll be back with some more content maybe with some stuff about Forlorn Hope um, but yeah thank you very much for listening and we'll see you again in the field soon bye guys thank you very much you guys <laughs>